Hello, everybody. I'm Dave. That's Scott. Welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. Today we are reviewing Star Trek Nemesis, uh, 2002. It was entrance number nine, Ten. I believe. Ten of the Ten. Star Trek movies. Um, I know what I think of it, Scott. I think you and I are going to differ a little bit. Which I'm hoping for. On this, let's find out. Uh, I think we, I texted you during the movie a few yeah, times. Yeah, you did. You did. Um, and and I think I might know what some of the issues are and might not, but I had my mm. own issues. However, this particular movie um, is the last of the Next Generation movies. Right. Um, right. And watching this now, knowing that, spoilers, Data actually... We will see Data again, even right, though Data right. sacrifices himself at the end of this movie. I remember that being a very big sticking point for me on why I really did not like this movie. Yeah, um, which is probably so why they brought Data back. It probably is. And mm -hmm. man, blue skies, you know. Yeah. You know who caught that? The wife caught that. Because I'm listening to it. I'm like, there's a reason this. There, there, I'm, I, I knew there was something and I couldn't put my finger on it. And yeah. Kat's like. Blue Skies, that's, that's the movie, that's the song that he was singing through the whole yeah. thing. I'm like, oh, shit, you're right. And that's what I was yeah. thinking. I gotta, yeah. I tell Scott. And she looks over at me. She goes, you better tell him I'm the one who told you that. <laughs> there it is. Thank you, Kat. Well, I didn't understand. What about Blue Skies? And then when I started watching, he's like, there it is. <laughs> I thought you were already watching it when I texted no, you. That, no, so. no, no, yeah, it's all that, good. That was, it's all good. That's why I was like, what, 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 Dave? In the sky, blue? I don't know. I'll figure yeah. it out when I watch. But yeah, you uh, texted me like, what are you talking about? Sky's yeah. blue? What? Literally? <laughs> um, this particular movie, like, like I said, when I originally had seen it, this is probably only my third watching of it. Um, and yeah. I didn't care for it those times. Now, this is going to sound crazy. But this is this movie holds a spot in in my heart for a damn good Star Trek movie. I absolutely adore this movie. I'll tell you why <laughs> when we get there. So you're gonna have to tell me why. Yeah. You're gonna have to use graphics and charts. <laughs> I, I won't <laughs> maybe, even need a pie chart. Abacus. <laughs> no, this this movie is cool. Now, while there may be issues for somebody who's more brushed up on the lore and stuff mm -hmm. and follows it, and I totally respect and understand that for me none some of that stuff doesn't matter but the biggest thing for me is somebody explained to me how wesley crusher was there and then they didn't even bother to say anything about it he's at the Where wedding wesley crusher? sitting right next to his mom at the wedding you're shitting me yeah he's on imdb even i didn't notice I honestly, I honestly didn't. I mean, notice. as a watcher, he could appear, but let's we're just gonna yeah. ignore it. I mean, it was brief, man. It was brief. Yeah, I didn't catch it. I honestly didn't catch it. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, that's okay. I, I thought that's that might have been one of your issues. <laughs> no, no, I see I wouldn't have had an issue with Wesley showing up. I would have had an issue if he would have had a big part. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. Well, and I still think Wesley Crusher was probably the worst character on the Star Trek universe. Yeah. Um, for me. And it's it's mostly because uh, he just wasn't written well. Get the hell out of here. Really? There he is. That's crazy. And he's in the thing is, it looks like he's in a Star Trek uniform or a Star Trek uniform. He is. It doesn't make any sense. He has the ability to be there, but we're just gonna ignore the elephant in the room. Yeah, and but the continuity <laughs> for him being in a in a Starfleet uniform doesn't make any sense. That's odd. I don't know what's going on with that. That was a weird. I don't know that catch. he was ever in Starfleet, was he? Yeah, I think eventually was. Yeah, yeah. He did get to be like yeah, a, he, an ensign. He became right? an ensign, I believe. Yeah, I believe he did make ensign. Yeah, I, I, I watched so little of the Next Generation that I didn't. Yeah, but See, this particular. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, don't no, no. What I have to say is might build on what you're going to say. Go okay. Ahead. Okay. No, um, that was just one of the things, but what I'll, I'll go ahead and get into the meat and potatoes mm -hmm. of this movie here. Um, we're dealing in this movie with um, a clone of Jean-Luc Picard who was developed to replace the original Jean-Luc. And when plans fell through, 
the child who was the clone of Jean-Luc was sent into the dilithium mines on Remus um, and basically was made into what he was. Uh, I always thought that was kind of janky, this whole this whole idea. I did too. Let, let me tell you what, I mean, maybe they explained it somewhere and I was just so disgruntled with this movie. I, mm-hmm. There are neat things in this movie and with a simple, well, maybe not a simple rewrite, but a change of villain would have fixed 90% of the problems in my opinion. I'll tell you who they, they should have had. But my biggest problem is with the clone. He's a slave. They put him in the dilithium mine. Now, He's not going to be as unless they physically altered him as a clone. He's not going to be as strong enough to handle a dilithium mine in Remus on a planet whose oxygen levels are different from humans, whose mm-hmm. uh, gravity level is different from from Earth. Uh, there's just a lot of little things that just I was like, I got to make up a lot of my own assumptions to make this work. And none of my assumptions work to make this guy wind up being a fleet commander. (laughs) You know what? Okay. So let's talk about that. And that's something I didn't explore. And that's a very valid point because yes, the, the Remans have no problem being, being there because of their genetics, but here Shinzon is a human, but he is 100%. He's a Picard. He's John Luke. Yeah. Um, Same diseases, same weaknesses. Mm everything and he would have never been able to survive that they never explained that all they now the fleet commander i can say that if he he be that um the the reman who became his viceroy ron perlman Mm -hmm. actually is who played that character yeah that was nice i never realized that until this watching yeah um once i looked at the cast and heard it's like yep that's that's ron perlman um Yeah. Very distinct voice. Um, I get how he could befriend him and he could have shaped him and saw him as a key to getting out and taking yeah. over. So we're missing a lot of parts in here and we're just yeah. taking it to, for granted that this just happened. And yeah, that fa- seems kind of rushed, but thankfully they didn't drag it out to, to go but too his, far. But yeah. but his his viceroy, the guy, the character yeah. that Ron Perlman played, was still a slave, too. Yeah. Was he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a missing piece here on how it all came about. Come in. Where where did they get their freedom? But none of yes. that's explained. So so you have You're to correct. take this leap in logic. And then you, you have to make up your own story, like, okay, how how he got to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so shooting forward to the point of um of the, the him being the general or the captain of whatever the ship was. Um, the design was kind of cool. Yeah, but it's a pretty cool ship. Whatever. Um, with that, my, my first my first note, I actually, it's been a long time since wow, I took notes. Wow, look at all those notes. These notes were... Let's hear movie, them. This movie had problems. <laughs> and not all bad. It wasn't all bad. I just write down the things that I had problems with. So bullet pointing. Um, and my first bullet point is, so the Romulan Senate, is completely ignorant when that device starts opening no one ran away they literally did the look at it hmm. yes that that device is opening up right where that senator just got up told me basically Dude, told me nobody even said got hey lady you left your purse you left your purse here. i mean somebody <laughs> no then she just walked just out like, hmm. yeah i Watching thought that was a little weak up, the, the things, I mean, the DNA twirl starts. I would have ran out the door. <laughs> At that point of the DNA twirl, I'd have been out the fucking door. I'd have been like, whoa, I'm out. You still had now a good I'm 10 gone. seconds. <laughs> More than that, dude. I'm Because you're sitting there watching the thing. That's develop. true. It did go on for almost a minute. <laughs> Plenty like, of time to get out of that not, room. <laughs> not one of you fuckers is yelling for guards. Not one of you guys is getting up and running for the door. Yeah. Nope. They all stood there, watched it. Bomb went off. Killed everybody in the room. It would have been more effective as a suicide bomb. Yeah. Yeah. And then, honestly, that's what I thought was going down. Um, but then she or walked somebody, out. Or if she would have walked out and somebody walked in with a suitcase, like you said, yeah. again, suicide bomb. Somebody walks in that's, you know, one of her di- people, boom, all of a sudden. That would have worked. But would have been at least more believable. 
believable. Yeah, sure. The Blue Give Sky you that song is was really cool. It was a nice. Yeah, I like where they that they pulled that into the Picard series. Absolutely. Um, Not only that, there were bottles of Chateau Picard in this one. I missed the bottles of Chateau. Where were they? Were they at the wedding? I think so. Or there was okay. at some point they were having wine and they focused on the bottle. I think it was at the wedding. It said Chateau okay. Picard. And it's like, there it is. <laughs> Kat pointed this out because I was looking at this one scene in the movie thinking, that's interesting. But it didn't really dawn on me. It's when they go down to the planet when they're getting the uh, the funny readings in the nine different spots. Mm-hmm. They go down and they find... And see the sand people? Another spoiler. Yeah, the sand people. <laughs> sand people are in Jeeps. Yeah. Um, it's a different universe. They can do that. They, they go down and they find the other data. The, the before. Before, yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's like, when did this turn into a Road Warrior movie? And I was like, she oh, wrong. shit. It's right she wrong. And, then, and then it turns into Fast and Furious. Yes, yes. We. D- I can't tell you. Okay, so. Did I, gotta, I, I gotta, you that or not? No, but I got to comment on that because when Data was calculating that and bringing that, piloting the, the thing, and he did that, I said, there is a logical explanation. He's an android. He can do the computations. Yeah. He can make it work. He is not yeah. Dominic Toretto, is what I told Janine. Because <laughs> it was. Did she start laughing? Yes, because we're like, yeah, family. <laughs> family will do it. Yeah. <laughs> she talked about the turning into Road Warrior, and then like as they're jumping in, I was like, that's Fast and Furious. <laughs> very much. And I've very never much. Seen a Fast and Furious movie, but I've seen yeah. all the all the look. Uh, uh, the previews and shit. And I like that. That's what they would do. Oh, where else was I? Yeah. Janeway spotting was nice. It was a nice tip. That was now, great. Thanks for reminding me that she showed up. <laughs> now, was this movie filmed during the filming of um, Discovery or was Discovery over? You mean Voyager? Voyager. Voyager. I think Voyager had already ended because Janeway is like, like the he's an admiral. The big, I was just trying to figure out where where this. Yeah, all so that's after in. Voyager. When Voyager ends, okay. she's an admiral. Um, Which was nice to they, have her. Yeah. Yes, it was uh, very nice. Now, we in this universe and in this timeline, if we call up uh, a services company in India, probably we get put on hold. Music when they. We're trying to contact the Romulans, the Remus ship, after they had the force, you know, run into Romulus. They, they were put on hold, and hold music was playing. I'm almost sure that's what that was. If you go back and watch oh that. Oh, my God, I missed that. Where, the, where they're asking, like, to talk to somebody. Yeah. And whoever's in charge of communications is like, well, they're, you know, we're not getting anything. The music sounds like old music. Oh, and that would. Cat both looked at each other and were like, is that old music? Oh my God, it probably <laughs> was. Like nice little music. subtle joke. Because they sat out there for uh, 17 hours waiting on yes, a response. <laughs> exactly. Um, here, here's where my big thing is. The big reveal the big reveal, the big, oh, who's the big enemy? Who's the guy that yeah. we got to look out for? Was this little whiny clone mm-hmm. that didn't speak with a Romulan or a Remus accent. No, he had a British accent. Where the fuck did he get a British accent on a planet full of aliens that yeah. don't sound British when they're talking to him? That's yeah, I think Tom Hardy Robin was miscast in here. So, and Was that Tom Hardy? That was, was Tom Hardy. Yeah, because I saw I, Tom Hardy. I'm like, shit, where, where the fuck is he? He's right yeah. in front of me in half the movie. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> I'm, I'm not a huge Tom Hardy fan, um, I, and it and, and it's nothing against him personal or even his acting. It just I, no, I get it. Di- I didn't feel he fit this. So this wasn't a good role for him. Uh, I didn't like the costume that they had him in. Those, those I know shoulders. that was weird. His head looked so bobbleheaded in this. Yes, yes, and with the little tiny neck, it's like he should have just put some rings around it and stretched it. But you know, yeah, I, I think that should have <laughs> costume design wise, they failed with him. Yeah, I didn't mind him having like the little cloaky portion of it that was kind of neat, but I thought it should have been more Romulan looking. If you're going to put yeah. this guy in a costume, make it look more Romulan. It was kind of. It was weird. It was it was almost uh, like he was going to walk a catwalk or something. <laughs> yeah, that kept waiting for him to go. Ooh, sexy. Ooh, sexy. Sashay. Sashay. Yeah, sashay. <laughs> um, 
my biggest problem is here. There is, I don't know if you've gotten this far in the next generation or not. In the next generation series, uh-huh. Tasha Yar from an alternate timeline goes for goes. She, she knows she's gonna die if she stays in her timeline. So she somehow goes forward in the regular timeline, she winds up, but mm-hmm. she ri- winds up in Romulan hands. She becomes a slave. She gets married to a Romulan. She winds up having a half Romulan child. The half okay. Romulan child's name is Sela or Sela. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. S E L A. They had her on the show a couple of times because that was the big shock when Sela shows mm-hmm. up. It's Tasha Yar, but only half Romulan. And you're like, holy fuck. Wow, that is a big reveal. She's got a big boner against the crew of the Enterprise. She mm-hmm. really hates Picard. Because she let her mom get in, sold into slavery. She had to let her mom, you know, her mom was beaten until this one guy finally gets her and, you know, marries her or whatever. But Sela's never forgiven Picard. She's found out mm-hmm. about this crew. She And she knows about the timeline. She knows, she figures it out, what, what happened. That would make she more sense. Picard. When they showed Baldy... As the clone, and I remember being in the fucking theater with the mm-hmm. old lady watching this movie. When they showed this guy show up, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And he's trying to explain who he is and where he came from. <laughs> I looked over at her. I said, what about Tasha Yar's daughter? This main villain should have been Tasha Yar's daughter because I think, I don't think she died in the series. I think her ship crippled off, you know, got crippled yeah. in a battle and took off. I don't think she died in the series. And even if she did die in the series, it's Star Trek. You bring the villain back with a boner even bigger because whatever. That character, they should have pulled Denise Crosby back. They -hmm. should have had her play the daughter. They should have had her be the big villain, taking over Romulan Empire with a couple of cohorts. And in today's day in age when you're looking at strong powerful women denise crosby played sayla in such a way that you were you believed she was gonna kill mm-hmm. you like she would she had a, a heart on and she didn't like picard yeah it would have worked better to have her on this series or in this movie mm-hmm. If you haven't seen those, see if you can find them. I, in ha- your, I haven't your... and but you bring up a good point and it's one i addressed earlier since i am not didn't haven't seen all the episodes mm-hmm. And when you explain all of that, that makes perfect sense. That would set up a good villain. I didn't have that to go off of. So I have this villain, which which works for me, except for what you you pointed out earlier about yeah. how the hell it was like, oh, I forgot about all that. I bought it. I just jumped ahead and yeah. just ignored the logic and, and went with it. But yeah. and, and sometimes I can let go of something and just go, OK, yeah. he's a villain because he's a villain. That's yeah. I don't even mind that kind of thinking like I'm, a I, you know. I'm Dr. Doom because I'm Dr. Doom. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, a bad guy because I'm a bad guy. I'm Loki because I'm Loki, whatever. I can usually just buy into a bad villain. This guy's his, there was no motivation for him. If anything, you would have thought he got Picard and would have had like some blood or done whatever they, they said the Naka's thing. He'd have been like, "Ah, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Now I'm going to go fucking take over Romulus. Have a nice day and take off. But no, he hated Picard. There can't be two of us in the universe. Blah, blah, there's no room for only one, blah, 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 kind of thinking. And none, none of his motivation made sense. His hatred for Picard didn't make sense. I don't know if he necessarily hated Picard. It seemed like he really hated Picard. He wanted, he wanted, he needed Picard. He needed Picard yeah. greatly if he was going to survive. He had to have Picard's yeah, blood. blood. Or whatever. Yeah. But you would have thought that they would have figured something out. Like, you know I what? Know. Maybe we should just. Maybe you should just ask him. Let me just explain to him what's going on. I mean, I've read his books. I, I know what this kind of guy yeah. he is. If I let him know what's going on, they'll help me. Okay. Nope. Nope. Instead, well, let me, I'm let gonna me roll back a little bit then. Kill his, yeah, what? I'm sorry. No, I'm going to roll back a little bit because this gives me an opportunity to explain why I like this movie because it's in okay. direct relation to Shinzon and his anger and stuff. 
Uh, right. What I really noticed in this movie, and this also goes with data dealing with before you have Picard right. and Shinzhan, and this is a classic nature versus nurture setup. Right. You've, you've got Picard who was brought up with love and support and right. Shinzon who was sent to be a slave child. <laughs> and of course he came out of there angry. Of course he wanted to destroy. Well, yeah. the, I, I get it. He was, he was irrational. And the thing is that, that I feel that very well could have been Jean-Luc as well had been in that mm-hmm. situation and vice versa. So when you look at that and you're looking at uh, the whole story they're trying to tell with data and before as well, mm-hmm. there's such a, everybody's trying to become human. And All really right. the only one who does it the best is data at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who, who really shows you he's, he's just as human as anybody else. And that's yeah. once again, it's the actor. Oh my God. Like, Brent Spiner. Just out acting everybody in the movie. Good he God. I never noticed everybody. it before, but he does, man. He's so yeah. good. I never really paid attention. I never noticed until we watched Picard. Yeah. Now I knew he was a good actor and I knew he could pull stuff off and do comedy. He could do drama. He got, I've seen him do a lot of different things, but I never really noticed that he was basically the best actor out of the entire series. Mm-hmm. Then you go back and watch these movies and you're like, holy crap, he really is the best actor. I, I mean, I'm sorry. You can say whatever you want about Jean-Luc Picard. Data's got the story. It's Data's story, really. It is. It's Data's story. This is what I realize. The whole next generation has been Data's story. Yeah. You have you have exploration yeah, of other crazy. planets, but what you have is Data exploring what it means to be human. And what is more Star Trek than exploring what it means to be human? Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's why it's I, very- I dig this setup. It's a very anime slash manga way of looking at it. Man ah. versus machine. Man is yeah. machine. Machine is man. You know, ghost in the in the machine. Yes. yes. That, it, it's anime really handles that really well. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to read a good story, I, I highly recommend Ghost in the Machine. Yeah. Um, or Ghost in the Shell. I'm sorry, not Ghost, ghost in the Machine. Ghost in the Shell. Ghost yeah. The shell. Uh, because it's people changing their bodies and then. How much is too much and how much how much when you change your body so much, do you turn into the machine? And when does the machine turn into a human? That's deep. I've I've got to go read those. So Data has always been my the most interesting, my favorite character. But I never understood why. Well, then Worf. I mean, it's Data and Worf. Those guys are really up there for me. But Worf for other reasons. But for Data... He is the most complicated. Riker wants to get laid. Troy wants to help everybody. The doctor wants to cure everybody. And Picard wants to be in charge. Yeah. And have a family that he doesn't necessarily have. That's his family. That is his family. Data wants to be all that, but not necessarily with the ego. The ego has been removed from Data. Mm -hmm. So when you see him in here and he's got no ego. He's pure. Maybe you can answer this question. This is because I think this is a problem in the movie. Maybe mm-hmm. you paid attention. Maybe I missed something. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> the little thing that Data puts on Picard and pushes. Yeah. I thought that was just a homing beacon that the no. Enterprise would z- zoom in on and then transfer. It was it was a one-way teleport device that okay. uh, he and Jordy were able to make that would so send one person back. actual yeah. teleportation Basically, device. yeah. One shot, one battery. Done. Okay, because yep. cause when they show the the board blow up and then Data hits the button and he disappears, I'm like, wait a minute, that's Jordy just said the whole thing went out. How is he getting transferred? Okay, I I misunderstood what I'm that was. I'm pretty sure when he first that. showed when he first had that, because yeah, he was going to send Jean Luc. Right? It's like, no, we'll get out here together. That was yeah. a cool scene, and again, that was a fast yeah. and furious moment of yeah. flying the shuttle through the ship and out the. <laughs> yeah out the yeah. observatory window. And I love yeah, that. That was really was, cool. Yeah. It's like, damn, it we're good. having a car chase in space. <laughs> what well, the only thing, the only fucking thing that I missed is whenever uh Jean-Luc's got the engines, he's like, well, we only have impulse power. Well, okay, full forward, you know, let's go. And he's going to ram the ship. What I wanted to see him is to turn around and look at Mr. Worf and go, Mr. Worf, give the order. Worf should have went ramming speed. <laughs> 
Nobody said it. <laughs> it would have been great, but I was too busy laughing. And here we have poor Deanna Troy crashing the ship again. Do not give the woman the controls. <laughs> well, this time she was ordered to crash the ship. Let's I know, but it's like the irony was not lost on me. It's like, oh, really? But once Deanna again, the blinker was left on. So yeah. what are you going to do? <laughs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Poor lady. She's like, I got to crash another ship. Are I, you, kidding? I, you know, if oh, I see, get to see down. her again, if I get to meet her again at a convention, I'm definitely going to ask her about her driving. <laughs> yeah, two crash. spaceships. You crash two spaceships. You crash two. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the, it, it comes down to uh, like my my thoughts on this. This time around, I didn't mind the movie that much. I I've, oh, I did. I still don't like the clone for no reason. No. I just don't. For me, he doesn't right work as the. And again, can I usually can just accept the bad. If he would have been Romulan, this whole if he would have just been a random Romulan guy that maybe hated Picard because Picard killed his family or you know in a battle, I don't know something. I would have been like, okay, got it. Villain, this he's got a he's got a boner against the Enterprise. Got it, no problem. But the clone, it just, I had a problem with it. Yeah. I think when you mentioned, when you, when you mentioned that though, you know, the villain that just has it out for Picard, that's the yeah. perfect Star Trek villain. There's tons of them. I mean, they're just yeah. like, oh, I hate Kirk. I hate Picard. I hate Archer. Yeah. I'm going, you know, I, that's my whole goal is to go after Janeway. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's, that's, that would have been fine. It would have worked. Yeah. And I just think it would have been simpler. They, it would have been, they it was a little a, complex. A they, villain. They took a simple villain, tried to make him a complex villain, and all they did is make it a complicated story that didn't work for me. Well, what I um, worked, I was going to say, I still say it would have worked better with Denise Crosby coming back and playing Selah. And let's say you couldn't even get her. Let's say you're like, oh, we can't, you know, she doesn't want to do it for whatever reason. If you'd just done the character. Then you just do the character or you get Selah's daughter. If if Selah had died in the series, then you really got a problem. Yeah. Then you know you fucked up my grandmother. You killed my grand, my mom. There's Fuck there's you, stakes Picard. there. Yeah. Killing your friends, you son of a bitch. <laughs> here's here's the thing. You know? I I don't understand why he needed some sort of transfusion from Picard. Wouldn't it have been just as easy to just go ahead and clone another Picard? Well, not just that, but what were they gonna do? I'm not sure. They never were the Romulans. Was the Romulan plan to capture Picard again, or for the first time? I don't know. Well, they were going to they were going to replace him. They were going to replace him and have him in the in the Federation, so they would have a sleeper cell inside the. So you would have had to have this guy ready. Yeah. So how was happening? He was ready before they got Picard, or were they planning on just somehow magically capturing Picard, one of the most? protected guys on the in the okay Federation. i got you yeah yeah how, how they like, didn't work out they how they were going to get <laughs> to trigger it in the first place and why didn't they do it this time and then the doctor's like well he needs a full blood transfusion i'm like that that your story just fell apart even more for yeah, me because that was now, pretty all of a sudden the, again yeah. the guy could have just asked for the blood hey i need you know i know it's gonna be a couple of weeks but you know i need some blood could you do this like maybe in a month Pint a month, yeah. pint a week, and yeah, we'll he could have it. approached it differently. But Something. in 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 his defense, look at how he was brought up, and look at the mindset that was fed, and how all of that was put in. He's not logical. <laughs> and I get it. He's just and, angry, and, I get it. and they're I, all I, angry. Again, <laughs> they were all angry, and most of them were really ugly. They look um, like vampires. That was interesting to me. They all look like a planet of vamp- now. See, that would have worked on Planet of Vampires. It would have been perfect on Planet of Vampires. Um, but again, I, I just think he was a weak character. I think I think they had plenty of other characters that they could have picked. His outfit was close to Planet of the Vampires. If he'd had a motorcycle yeah. helmet, he'd have been set. Yeah. Man. It was the shiny pleather. <laughs> the shiny pleather. Um, I did like, did you catch the, uh, the uh, defensive pattern that they flew? Yeah, it was Kirk Epsilon or something like that. Yeah, defensive d- defensive pattern Kirk Epsilon. I just started yeah. chuckling. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit, it's, yeah. Yeah. Now, here's another one. This is something for nowadays. Commander Dinat- Dinatra, mm-hmm. 
she's the commander who shows up with the extra, you know, destroyer yeah. Romulan warbird. And she's like, we're here to help. She yeah. was a strong freaking character. Yeah. Because she's basically the one who looked at all these senators and generals and they're like, are you ready to kill and bring about an entire galactic war with all this blood on your hands to wipe out the planet Earth? Are you are you willing to kill? And I never understood why he wanted to wipe out Earth. I guess to destroy no the Federation. Um, but but still doesn't go. make sense. Yeah, no, nothing made sense to me. But she's literally the strongest character in Romulan. And yeah. the good thing about Romulans is their generals, their females, mm. are always very strong. Like they they there is no sexism, so to speak, in mm-hmm. the Romulans. Even back in the sixties, when Kirk shows up. And he's having the affair kind of thing with the Romulans, and they're trying to steal the cloaking device from the Romulan mm-hmm. ship that looks like a, a Klingon war bird of prey or war bird or whatever. Yeah, that that was that's really and even back then she is nobody's giving her shit. There, there's not one man on that ship mm. that wasn't terrified of that woman. No, you know, for, <laughs> on that Romulan ship, and so for her to come out, she was a, a strong, really strong character, but she wasn't bitchy she wasn't written as mm-hmm. like i'm a romulan woman well, with well that's power. just it. star she star trek just, has been I'm, doing this since the 60s yeah. and they've so, been doing it right <laughs> i always hate whenever i hear somebody say something stupid about girl power and you know strong female leads is not enough i'm like this woman this woman saved an empire <laughs> we want to talk about jane <laughs> for a moment <laughs> got, yeah let's talk about jane she almost got herself killed um troy making the mind contact what did that you think was about cool. that? That yeah. was cool. That was really cool. When when he first reached out while her and Riker are trying oh, to have yeah. an intimate moment, that is a yeah. severe violation. That was so yeah. fucking icky. And it's like, yeah, oh, that was, man. Yeah. I yeah, felt so guy, bad for her. Getting, and Riker <sighs> took it out of him good, too. <laughs> I love Riker. Uh, he's such a cool character. Yeah, he's um, a good character. But what, what did... What, what I... Um, what I thought was cool was at the end of this, he leaves for command of the Titan, which we will see the Titan again. So. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. I, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. That's cool. And, and there again, it reads right into the Picard series. It does. And so I, I think they did a great job of bringing, because this movie ended and this was 2002, 21 mm-hmm. years ago, Star Trek's over. We had nothing with the next generation until right. Picard came and gave us closure because there was no real closure in this movie. It was data's no. dead. That's it. Oh, so having, having the series finale of Picard in the way it did yeah. was a special moment. It really was. I want to go watch it again because it was so freaking cool. It's like they finally got to say goodbye. And I still and think they cool. should have had his girlfriend there. His Romulan yes. girlfriend. But that's Absolutely. Me. There was a rumor. Do you know anything about the rumor of a Picard season four? I heard that that he was not interested in it, and then all of a sudden, there's another rumor. Uh, the out. only like, rumors. Don't, no, don't. I don't. I don't think there's going to be any more Picard. But the rumors are leaning very heavily. But since with the strikes going on, it's right. going to be a while. Uh, they're leaning really heavily toward a legacy series with Seven of Nine. See, I, and, I like jo- and Jordy's Jordy yeah. and his daughters. Um, yeah. I'm down with that. Um, yeah, that would have been cool. Um, Especially if Rafi and Worf would show up. Now, I'm wondering if Rafi and Worf would be part of this Section 31 movie. They need to be. Yeah. They need to be. That needs to be them. Yeah. It literally just needs to be them in charge of Section 31. Well, I, I believe it's uh, Michelle anyway. Yeoh um, from her character in Discovery, because she leaves mm-hmm. for basically running Section 31. So. Well, I, I, as far as the strike goes, I, I just have the opinion. If I were running a studio, if I were running Paramount, and I was going to make a Star Trek movie, and this all this shit came down, I'd just go overseas and buy, get some writers that were fans of Star Trek. As much as I know a lot, it's going to pain a lot of people, a lot of people are going to be mad about it. That's what I would do. If you at were a studio get, owner. At yeah. least get the scripts. At least get yeah. the scripts. Get a good, solid scripts. You can write them. You can rewrite them. You can do whatever you need. And then this way, whenever the thing's over and you go to your actors and go, okay, you guys want to come on? Or are you, are you going to play? keep playing games? Because nobody's no, it, irreplaceable. I'm sorry. Last I heard, they no. were offered 11. I could be wrong about the numbers because I am getting my stuff from the mainstream media. Yeah, I don't well, trust the chances anything. are it's probably wrong. 
But but the last I heard, there was like eleven thousand dollars a week, and they turned it down because reasons. Well, there's a lot of problems with um with like Netflix, all the streaming platforms. The right. writers are not getting paid. There's no residuals at all. Um, whereas if they go to video, they're getting mm-hmm. residuals. Meaning if they go yeah. to DVD and stuff, they're getting they're that. Li- they're hiding their numbers. I know that. And so I mean, the streaming, the stri- the streaming companies really need to be brought in line to pay fairly mm-hmm. for what because they're making money. So what did the streaming companies do? And I just ran across this with uh, NBC Universal with Peacock. One of their big flagship series, Battlestar Galactica, is not even available to stream because they don't want to pay residuals. So I went and bought the DVD. Guess what? Now the actors and everybody got a few cents from me, at least. But they wouldn't. So uh, HBO pulled off Westworld and multiple multiple shows um, Mm -hmm. that were that these actors and crew and everybody did. But now they're yeah. no longer getting paid. They have no revenue. And I think it's I think it's really there needs to be a balance and hopefully they'll find I, it. But I, in the meantime, I, I guarantee people agree. are writing shit. But I I absolutely agree with that. But if I were running a studio, yeah. And now, now I'm taking I'm taking right and wrong out of this. I'm taking at least You're everybody at else's version. Yeah. I'm taking everybody else's version of right and wrong out of this. I'm a guy, I'm running the studio. I need to make my studio work. I have this project that I love. I, I'm like, shit. You're going to make it work. Nine. Seven of nine as a captain. Fucking great. Everybody's on strike. Okay. And the people that I really want to write this are on strike and don't want to talk to me and are calling me names right now. Okay. Who can I find? South Korea. They have really good writers. They love mm-hmm. science fiction. Oh, they're yeah. Not gonna, they're not going to add a whole lot of political BS in it. I'm going to look and see if we got any fans over there. I'm going to see if we got anybody mm-hmm. who can write this. Britain, they're not part of it. Got to be some I fans guarantee. over there. A lot of Doctor Who fans over there. I'd be looking around for writers, and then I'd find like six or eight writers, whatever, how many you take, get a couple of good scripts up running, get them perfect. So whenever you're ready to call them in, here you go. This is what we're yeah. shooting. But that's me. That's, you know, no. again, I'm not I'm not part of that. So I'm thinking outside the box. And I really am thinking outside of the box because whenever they started asking people that are, that are on YouTube and stuff to, you know, not go to red carpet events and not do this and not do that. And you don't take money for, you know, don't don't interview people. Don't talk to don't talk to studios. You have to hate the studios. Well, there might be people at the studio that I would like. Well, you know, there's actors that I like. Well, there's something <laughs> that a lot of pe- a lot of people miss is a very very small percentage of actors don't have to have another job. Exactly. Most of them make less than twenty six thousand a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so this hurts. Um, so you can't tell me there's not something going on. Somebody doing something in the background because people got to get paid. Um, well, they also keep overlooking for their big actors. Mm-hmm. They keep overlooking their own rules or they've rewritten the rules so people can keep working. And who's only working? certain people? Yeah. It's not guys like you or me. Yeah. It's not guys that, you know, actually need the money. No, it's their big no, name. Actors. I know. I know quite a job. few local, like local union actors. They're yeah. not, they're not working. They can't. And it's just. See, the and they ain't making not, any money. I have my opinions on this. I just think there's a whole lot of backstabbing going on and it's not good. For the common worker, the mm-hmm. com- once again, the blue collar yeah. actors getting killed, yeah. and the and the crew members and all of that, yeah, are you they're know, fine. They're living in Maui right now. Well, it's because they don't have to work; they don't ever have to work again. Uh, but it's everybody right. else who's living paycheck paycheck, making one hundred and fifty dollars a day on a yeah. on a set on a small yeah. something somewhere, just trying to make ends meet and 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 do things can't, and it's just. The, the, and again, the media paints just, a picture that's completely backwards, you know. So. This is just me kind of rambling about writing a, a series and how I would handle it. Now, being in the position, if I was actually there, I might I might not handle it that way. I might right. look around no. and go, nah, you know what? I, I'll wait. You yeah. know, whatever. But on the one hand, I, you know, maybe wait, maybe not. I probably wouldn't. I'd probably be like, ah, you guys don't want to write it. I'll find somebody else who will. And that's mm-hmm. how I think we should be. 
Like, oh, you don't want to act in my movie? And because reasons? Okay, I'll find another actor. Oh, yeah. And that's why why independent studios are doing uh, really well right now. Uh, So that's that's some of the rules that they changed. So big actors could actually work. And I'm like, wait a minute. The big actors could work. I have problems with this. You know, where's the weren't you guys all union? You're all supposed to be sticking together. Seems seems to me some aren't sticking together as much as others. Is all no, I'm saying. As you my say, opinion, once again, the little guy gets folks, hurt. <laughs> yeah, you folks out there can have your own opinion. That's my opinion. It just seems like the people that are getting hurt the most are the ones that can least afford it. Yeah. Once again. Yeah. And then you have to look at who's making the money. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but back to the movie, real back quick. Back to the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, talking about writing. This is bad writing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. For the most part, there are good scenes. There are things that I like. I could see where the guy, were, guy or girl, whoever wrote this, I, I didn't. I'm sorry, I didn't even look what they were trying to do. But there is a scene towards the end. I believe the story's by Brent Spiner, if I'm not mistaken, but he didn't write the and, screenplay. And well, yeah, I'm sure he looked at the screenplay and went, "What the hell? It's nothing like my idea." <laughs> <laughs> but there's there's a scene towards the end when they're having the big battle. And things are shooting. The Enterprise is kind of parked. The ugly Enterprise that I just hate the design of is just kind of parked in space. And all of a sudden, you see this this Romulan warbird coming at him, shooting, blasting the hell out of everything. And I'm like, nobody saw this ship. It's right there. I mean, the the damn thing, the, the opening, the window, whatever the hell it is, 10 feet tall, 20 feet wide. You see this spaceship coming at you, shooting. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody hit shields. Nobody nobody looked at the radar thing that they have, the sensors. I didn't even catch that. I was just, I thought the movie was so damn Yeah. (laughs) So that's that's what I mean. Like, nice scene. I mean, it was like, but it was a Steven Spielberg. Oh, screw it. I'm going to throw away every, all the, all the devices that would actually catch guess this what? thing. And I missed that, so it worked for me. It didn't work for you, but it works oh for me. Oh, my God. I saw it last night. I'm like, nobody saw this ship? How did you no. guys not see this You know, mile-long ship flying at you? But that's me. Once again, to, to me, it was like bad, bad writing. I There are things that I do like about this movie. Brent Spiner. Love Brent Spiner. Some good callbacks that are going to be callbacks that you see in this movie you see in Picard. I don't know if I can recommend it. I, I hate giving movies a scale of one to 10. Yeah. But I, I can't, I can't say not to watch it because I'm a huge Star Trek. It's better fan. than generations. No. Yeah, it is better than generations, but I put this right below generations for me. Oh, wow. Oh, so that's, it's really close for me. Uh, I like the starship design on generations a lot better. And I never liked that starship design until I saw this Enterprise. And I was like, oh, my God, it's such an ugly ship. <laughs> it's such an ugly ship. I prefer, prefer the Voyager. The Voyager looked better. Voyager's cool. So your your recommendation is if you're a completionist or a fan, go ahead and yeah. watch it. It'll make sense when you watch Picard. I bought it for $3. So now I have it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know when the next time will be that I watch. I think I think this is only the second, maybe the yeah. third time I watched it. Uh, Brent Spiner is worth watching it for. He absolutely is. Uh, he absolutely and, is. And like you said, with the computer, when he's flying, he's remotely flying the the shuttlecraft. Yeah, I, mean, I, I if Data is in charge of that, it's like having Spock comp, computate yeah. how to slingshot and time travel. Or yeah. having the Borg Queen, you've got a data. Yeah. Then they explore yeah. that again in Picard. We've got to have somebody who can where where yeah. where to go. You know, so yeah, um, exactly. I actually I love this movie. Um, and really? I can't I can't tell if I like it more than First Contact or not. So um, yeah, really, Boy, really, we are way we are on, we are, we are on but I mean I get I get your point. What got me as uh. This movie hits on a personal note for me since right, okay. I, I, I'm i an adoptee and I got to experience what nature versus nurture firsthand by meeting right. my, my family and seeing the genetics. So when I'm watching this movie, this is hitting me a lot different than 
I don't want somebody who doesn't have that experience. That completely makes sense. And that's, that's why I I was like, damn. And it got me thinking and it just, uh, uh, it brought out a lot. So I felt this movie's deeper than it actually looks on the surface. There's a lot going on and it's it's a quest for humanity. Um, and it's the nature versus nurture. I just, I just really dig it. I have issues with, um, not much because really? I because I don't have the Star Trek knowledge that others might, um, you know, so. at least, at least I, I almost was like, now I feel really bad because I took <laughs> notes on things I disliked about the movie. That's that's the, like, you're, you're di- <laughs> you shouldn't. Your dislikes are are valid, just like my likes are valid. Uh, yeah, we're going to find different funny. things. Looking at it from your point of view, I can see where where you yeah can, it, it just hit really different. I, I yeah. did it. That's why w- whenever we're doing these shows, I always say it's you know this is one man's yep. opinion. You know, take it and throw it out the window, or not. Same. You know. <laughs> so so if you again Star Trek completist, watch the movie. Yeah. You, you'll like Data. You're probably really going to like Data. You'll like Data. For me, he's Brent Spiner's been the bright spot of all the Next Generation movies. Yes, he just has been. Uh, and I never realized, like I said, I, I I always knew he was a good actor. I always liked the character. He's always been one of my favorite. But I never understood why until I saw Brent Spiner in all the Picard series, like all yes. three series. I'm like, holy crap, that's why I like this guy so much. That's why I like yeah. him. he's such a damn good actor. You know? And so And now we know, um, I don't know how, if they explained it in Picard, this is where I was hung up. Did Data do something to before so he was still around? Before was only in a drawer at that one. Um, right. But how did they get Data at Daystrom Station? If I remember correctly. Now, I, I don't see, remember. This is, why, this is why I shouldn't have gotten rid of Paramount because I would have went right to that episode. I've been tempted to go back and watch. <laughs> I think you need to. I may wind up getting Paramount. I'm going to have to go find out. Yeah. But I think what happened is the Starfleet, because data had been traced and tracked so much and, and scanned and, and all that, uh-huh. they could make the body. Like, right. I think they could make the body. I think they actually had his download up to the last point when he was on that ship. It sounded like he downloaded if. I want to say that he he downloaded into whatever computer system that they had. Yeah, I got to watch that because that would be the only thing that makes sense because his body was destroyed. So either he downloaded into B4 or into, yeah. They were using his brain on that one station. Yep. On the the museum or whatever. Daystrom. I forgot what the Daystrom station. They were using that because they couldn't get him to work. Like all his memories were going through. His body just wouldn't work. It took Jordy to get there and know yeah. something that nobody else knew. And Jordy, everybody was shocked that he was there. They're like, "What? Where the hell did this come from?" And at that time, he's dealing with three consciousness: uh, yeah. data, lore, Before and data's and lore. Yeah, and because all that's there, Daystrom Station's got all that. They couldn't figure out what to do with before. He just wasn't. Basically, he was. He's mentally, he yeah. is mentally he's mentally retarded special. is what it yeah. was for, for a computer like data. Um, <laughs> yeah. They didn't really? know what to do with him. So they tore him yeah. apart. And I'm like, why would you do that? Like what he's working? Why are you, you could have still studied him, but no, whatever reason they tore him apart, put him in a drawer and shut him up. Data's body, I think was on Daystrom station. I think that was built by Starfleet. Right. The brain was built by Starfleet, but they couldn't get it to work right because whatever. Then Jordy gets there and does something. And I think yeah. maybe maybe Data told him how to do it, like through the computer system was telling him what to do. I don't know. He just needed somebody well, that, that would listen to him, I guess. I'm not quite sure. I have to go back and watch that. But that's, I have to go watch because it was. That's, it, what ha- that's how it was. It was a moment of them basically trying to support data because they knew when Jordy did something, it was going to unleash all the different consciousness and yeah. one would, one would survive. Um, mm-hmm. So it basically became data had to fight himself for, 
superior to, to take over. And yeah. that was, that's such a, I, I want to go watch it. So that, this is where, where I'll leave you folks with this particular movie. It does mm-hmm. set up the Picard, at least season three, really well. Yeah. Um, the first and, two, it doesn't really set up that well, but season no, three, definitely. Once you got Terry Metalis in there running mm-hmm. the show, um, it really started connecting a lot of fan dots yeah. and he worked it. Yeah. God, it was such a pleasure to see something that somebody really loved. I mean, you could really yeah. see it. I'm, I, I don't, I'm not taking away from any of the Star Trek creators. I know they all loved it in their own way, mm-hmm. but it, it just hits different when Terry ran it. That's all. There was, yeah, that was somebody that looked at that and went, I, yeah, the, the first two Picards, I go back and watch our reviews of the first two Picards, if you'd like. Yeah. I had my problems with them, but all in all, I was like, oh, okay, it's not as bad as everybody was telling me it was. My biggest issues was some of the language. I swear like yeah. a sailor. I don't want to see it in Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, as soon as that third season hit, it got pumped up. And it was almost like whoever was in charge before was like, I'm, ba- I'm backing off. I'm getting so much crap from everybody. You're a fan. Do you know? Not only are you a fan, but you're good at your job. Go, go yeah. do it. Some yeah. fans just destroy something thinking they know oh, better than all the other fans. Terry did a hell of a job with this one. So, do that. Yeah. yeah, Picard season three was really good. Yeah. And I, like I said, I think they built them and they just couldn't get them working. Yeah. And and so I'm going to go back and watch that like, too to, to see. Huh? But I'll go back and watch to, to see. But uh, yeah. yeah, Dave says watch if you're a completionist. I say watch because it's pretty damn cool and it's a lot deeper. Take a close look at, at what's going on underneath the surface there. I I found it thoroughly enjoyable. And this movie with did not have a ton of action till the end, but to me, the tension was high throughout. Um, Mm -hmm. It was the way it was shot. Um, The scenes were shot very close, a lot of close-ups, a lot of uncomfortable shots that kept you kind of on the edge. So there was a little psychological tricks going on to uh, push this movie through. Right. Uh, Right. I really enjoy it. Uh, But we are now hitting the time that we go into our Halloween series of movies. So spooky stuff coming for a while. We'll probably cross into November and start Christmas early. Who knows what's coming, but first a bunch of uh, horror movies, classics and possibly newer. And then onto our, our Christmas season where uh, we are going to watch something related to a Christmas story. I promise you that. So if you, if you like (laughs) us hit, hit like, hit subscribe, hit share. Uh, You can find us on Apple, uh, iTunes uh, podcast, hell, anywhere you listen to podcasts, YouTube, yep. Rumble, uh, Facebook, check us out. And thanks again, as always, for, for watching, and we will catch you next week. Bye.